Hey friends, it's Emily and welcome to Daily Bible Things. If you're joining in this morning or at the end of your day, let's make space to engage with scripture. Go ahead and remove distractions and ask the Holy Spirit to help you notice and appreciate as you do this. Now let's take a deep breath and get started. Happy Saturday, friends. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve, which means Monday is 2024. Oh my gosh. So obviously we are going to talk about wrapping up the end of the year, but I want us to focus on this theme we've looked at all of December where we work to notice and appreciate. I want to challenge and encourage you to take some time today Otherwise, it'll get lost. So make sure you take the time today to look back on all of 2023 and notice and appreciate some things that we're going to talk about. But first, I'm going to tell you what I have noticed and appreciated about 2023. And also, a lot has happened. I got married in November I got engaged back in March, which feels like a hundred years ago already. You guys get to hear my dog in the background, who I'm also grateful for. But for me personally, the theme that I have noticed and appreciated throughout 2023 is the theme of peace. When we talk about John 10, 10, how Jesus says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, talking about Satan, Jesus follows it up with, I have come that they may have life, have abundant life, have life to the full, have an overflowing life. And I don't know about you, but when I hear that, sometimes if I'm feeling overwhelmed, if I'm feeling stressed out, if I'm feeling anxious, an overflowing life sounds like too much to handle. (laughs) An overflowing life sounds like one that doesn't fit on my plate. An overflowing full life sounds like a busy life. But I don't think that's what Jesus meant when he says that he has come that we may have a full, abundant, overflowing life. When you take a look at the scripture, it's actually a life of shalom. Shalom is the Hebrew word for peace. And when we look at what that word peace means, it is the fullest meaning of flourishing and thriving. I want to thrive. And so something that I have noticed and appreciated is that when I pause, first of all, God gives me peace that passes understanding, peace that does not have to make sense, which I, that is my prayer every day. God, remind me that you offer peace that passes understanding, peace that we can experience no matter what the circumstances are around us. So first of all, God gives us peace that passes understanding. But second of all, when I pause 
and I look to God and I look to scripture to see how Jesus lived his life and how I can live more like Jesus and draw closer to God. When I pause to do those things, I feel what a full life is. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel anxious. I feel peace and not peace in a chill sense, even though that may be part of it. Peace in the sense of that full, abundant life that Jesus has in store for us. The reason I think I feel that when I pause and look to God and look to learn through scripture is because God is there for us. God is there for us to live in relationship with him, not just be there when we need something, not just be there when something goes wrong, not just be there to be mad at us, but God is here with us to be in relationship with you, with me, and with every single other person. That is what God wants for us. It's also what God wants from us. God wants us to choose him. And what I love so much is that he went before us. He said, I choose you. I sent my son to die for your sins so that you would not have to die. Your spirit would not have to die, but get to live with me forever. God chose us and wants us so badly to choose him. And that's what I think peace and overflowing, abundant, full life looks like. Full life does not mean overwhelmed life. Full life is peace that passes understanding, peace overflowing, shalom, flourishing and thriving through God's design for us. So with that being said, I want you to take some time to think of and write down, write it down and share one of these pieces of information at least with someone you trust. Because saying it out loud, first of all, means you get to celebrate and recognize what God has done, which is super fun and great for our mental health. It also helps us store it in our brains in a more sure way. So think about these things, write them down and say one of them out loud to someone you trust. Think of four things you are grateful for from the entire year of 2023. And I want to challenge you to limit yourself to one thing from the last two months and try to look through the entire year. You may have had a really hard year. You may have had really sad, bad, frustrating and upsetting things happen. And first of all, I want to say I'm sorry because that's gross. Second of all, I want you to take some time to look at good things. You don't need to ignore the bad things, but if you look at the good things, they are there. You don't have to feel like they're there all the time. 
You don't have to ignore the bad things, like I said. But ask God and ask someone in your life who's encouraging to help you think of those good things. And it will help you store that shalom or peace in your heart, mind, and soul, even if you're not feeling it right now. Once you think of those four things and write down those four things you're grateful for, think of three things you accomplished this year. I guarantee you they exist. It may take some extra thought or focus, but write down three things you accomplished this year and take some time to celebrate that. Also, great job. You're awesome. Then write down two things God did in your life. It can be a pleasant circumstance. It can be a way that your feelings softened toward a person or you became less bitter toward a situation or people. It could also be something God did in your mind. We have feelings and we also have thoughts. And Romans speaks to God and says, take every thought of mine captive and renew my mind. That can happen. And so can you look at a time where your perspective of a situation changed or you were thinking one way about a person, a thing or a situation, and then you changed your mind. You extended kindness and grace, even when it would have made sense not to. So think of those two things that God did in your life and then write one thing that you want to be sure to bring with you into 2024. For me personally, I have decided that I am going to work really hard to thrive in 2024. I am not going to do bare minimum waking up at the last possible second or going to sleep at the latest possible moment I can. I'm going to thrive. I'm going to grocery shop ahead of time, which may not apply to all of you, but this does apply to all of you. I'm going to turn technology off an hour before bed and I'm not going to look at screens and I'm going to take time to slow down and stare shalom in the face. I'm going to calmly think about the day behind me, think about the day ahead of me and go to sleep. So I'm going to thrive I'm not just going to survive. I'm committed to thriving in 2024. That is my one thing that I'm taking with me into 2024. So write those things down. Four things you're grateful for. Three things you accomplished. Two things God did in your life, in your circumstances or your heart or your mind. And write down one thing to be sure to bring with you into 2024. And keep these things in your heart and on your mind as we wrap up our month of noticing and appreciating. You can even take time to journal about this and write down thoughts around those things 
and talk with God in prayer. Our guided journal linked in the show notes can help you do just that. I can't wait to hang out tomorrow and don't forget today needs you.